December 3rd, 2017. It's the Watt Pedro Show.
Hey, brother man. Yeah, hey, good morning. It's been a while. Yeah. Uh, last week you had some switch with your oh dental crap. Oh, dental. <laughs> hip, uh, oh, hip got the got the thumbs up. It's coming along cool. Did Three you months in now. Fucking sue the stick. Uh, I've been getting distanced from the stick. I okay. just use it in crowds if I need to whack someone. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm hobbling pretty good. Right, that's good to hear, brother. Um, first uh, show of January. Yeah, no, December. 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 I'm already <laughs> skipping. Hey. Already putting. Uh, 17 in the sack. Almost birthday time. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's coming up for me. Uh, we started the show off with spiritual John Coltrane. Live Village Vanguard 61. Had a special guest there on bass clarinet, Eric Dolphy. Mm-hmm. I read about Eric Dolphy downtown L.A. Uh, this is when the uh, L.A. C- City Schools had music programs, and he came up through there. And his daddy built him a practice pad in the backyard. Wow. Yeah. Talk about That's some know, support. And then after that, we had something from the Minutemen in uh, 1983. Uh, I think it was called Studio Z. It was up in uh, KPFK Studio. Mm. Minutemen was doing a live thing for Richard Meltzer's show. I think it was called Hepcats from Hell. But I think it might have been that lady. Who was that lady? Oh, Andrea. Oh. Andrea yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember having that okay, tape. It might have been her. Because <laughs> Our, this is a Minutemen doing a free-form jam called Joy Jam, and our special guest, not on bass clarinet, but li- just regular mm-hmm. liquid stick, is Spassky, our Yeah, welcome. All the way from Sheboygan. Hey, I wish I could. I was still doing the licorice stick. Yeah. I haven't touched those things in way too long. Do you remember that gig, though? Oh, yeah. Because you actually pre- preface, you bring on the piece. Because we start... Jamming, and I think uh, D. Boone like even dedicated to Richard Meltzer because mm. it used to be a show. Maybe it yeah. was a turmoil transition. Yeah, I hear, I hear that a whole lot of uh, saliva came out of my horn. That uh, <laughs> would, would you would you preface as D. Boone starts getting in Georgie and myself? Uh, it's all because you deserve it. Who me? That's what you tell the, the gig goers, the listeners. This is all because you deserve it. Wow. So I thought that was some very wise words. It's your gift. Yeah, your gift. <laughs> and I said that. And you can hear it at the beginning of that tune. Listen back. Okay. Good people, you can I'll hear. Have, it's have, actually on I'll this have record. I'll play it again. <laughs> D. Boone made the artwork <clears throat> on a grocery bag, and he spelled copies wrong. <laughs> yeah. Spelled it with a Y. Said <laughs> so fill out both copies. But it was on a garbage set, you know, brown sack. Uh, yeah, but there's no rules when it comes to writing. No, not at all. Really no, are. No, not at all. In fact, I transpose the colors to, uh, like, kind of green and puce. <laughs> so you could oh. never tell it was an attachment sack. Politics of time. And then, uh, so, Spotsky, you're in town. Yes. Uh, because of this book, or books, one's a zine, one's a hardcover. Uh, you came and you got to talk with uh, Joe Carducci and Mugger mm-hmm. and a couple spiels. You've been doing some voiceover. And Chris D. And Chris D. was there, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, up in uh, Echo Park. When do you go back? Uh, I'm getting back on the I'm getting on the plane Wednesday. Wednesday. This coming Wednesday. Okay. So, let's go way back, though. Let's go back, maybe even before these days of uh, picture taken. What's your first music memory? Hmm. Well, uh, my parents had an old, uh, you know, old tube 
radio, you know, mono radio with the record player in the top. Big wooden thing. In the living room. <clears throat> well, this was, uh, I forget if it was the living room or in a, the bedroom. Okay. Um, but this was like in the 50s, and uh, they, my parents were, they liked big band jazz. Yeah. And so, just going to sleep, I'd always hear this great big band jazz show that would kind of put me to sleep. And it was, you know, it was a, you know, Glenn Miller, Count Basie, stuff like that. Just, just, just all the really, really good classics. This is Lamar Park. This was, um, no, actually, we were living on um, 29th Street. West of Crenshaw, okay. like just below Adams. Sure, sure. And that—that's the first place I remember living in. Apparently, and what was the big street? It was it was the MLK. It was Santa Barbara. It was Santa Barbara Avenue. Yeah, yes, that's right. Because yes. there ended up being a club there called Marla's Memory Lane. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Raymond yeah. would take me to, and you know, yeah, a lot of cool blues cats. And yeah, jazz. yeah. Blind yeah. Al Hibbler. Yeah, had dinner and with the. Actually, I think Marla was the lady who was. Uh, the, the maid lady on the Jeffersons. Oh, she yeah, yeah, yeah. Casca. Oh, really? <laughs> Same person. And down the street on, on Dublin, Steve Reed. Yeah, which is where I'm staying now. Right, right, and, right, and, on and, Dublin. And doing all these voiceovers. That's where I pick him up on for a tour. That's where you're doing the voiceover. Yeah, yeah, in, in the, uh, the the rehearsal room that he's got. Yeah, there. sure, yeah. the prac pad. Right, yeah, yeah. What are the voiceovers for? I'm producing an audio book for someone. Cool. And uh, it, it's a big job, and uh, well, I, I did all of the um, uh, the narration myself. Mm. Uh, this is over like two years of, of, of doing this stuff, and uh, and I, I couldn't find. I needed other voices to do characters because I would it, would. it would just sound stupid mm. if I tried to do it myself, especially when you have two. Two main female characters, you know. Uh, so I couldn't find people in my local area. And back in June, when I came out for that, um, the, uh, the the Desolation Center sure. show with Stuart Sweezy, yeah, here. At, at, at Marsh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I suddenly realized. Well, what happened is Janice. I was complaining about it to Janice Housden, and she says, "God, you, why don't you use your friends? Go to your friends and." get your stuff and all it was the first thing that really made sense to me and I realized that everybody who could be useful in this lived here so I contacted people and, and for once I had people who really kind of understood what I was trying to do and were enthusiastic about being in part of the project and and one of the people who was primarily just a, a Twitter friend for a long time, uh, you know, an actress who's actually doing some stuff right now, and she said, yeah, I'll do it, and, and, and we've never talked about money or anything, and, and it's getting done. It's getting done! <laughs> wow. Yeah. Congratulations. So We're gonna, You gave me some of them shit, so I'm going to play some of yeah, these movies with him doing some shit. Oh, cool. When he's in this one kind of character... And when you're in another kind of character. You gave me two facets. Well, yeah, because there, yeah, there, there's, there's two, I'm doing it out of two characters. Okay. A little stereo. <laughs> but let's go back to this music thing. Was it, was Besides music on the radio and the pad, did anybody play? In my family, well, we had a piano in the house. Did, they, they, bought my, they bought a piano 
for my sister to take piano. Ah, okay. okay. My older sister. Did you ever play on it? She tried to teach me how to play, okay. you know. Older sisters are always going to yeah, try to teach course. the younger one. Yeah, right. this, you do this. Middle C. Middle C. I didn't get middle C. But, yeah, piano. I, so I, I made some notes, but I never played. What about at school? There wasn't anything, no. No music program. No music. Dude, do you remember the, the first record you bought yourself? Uh... What did, what did I say was? It was, it was a Washington Square? Oh, wow. Village Stone. Sure, yeah. I think that's the first record. Did you get in a drugstore like me, about 45? I don't remember. Okay. I don't remember. Because I try to tell people there used to be a time when there wasn't really record stores. Well, well you know, there... Thrifty. There, there were some There were yeah. local record stores all around for a long time, so it was probably one of those little record stores. I okay. remember that there was... There was one up on Crenshaw. I'm talking late 60s, though, early 70s. Oh, okay. The, not really record stores yet, right? It's, it's, I remember drugstores. Yeah. I get them at 30s. Yeah. Well, I remember actual little record stores, like about yeah. the mid-60s, that they just sold records. Okay. You know? We had one in Pedro called Chuck Sound of Music. Mm. They also sold them, like high school band equipment. Mm -hmm. Record, and they gave lessons, too. Yeah. Mm. It's like the whole one stop. <laughs> We didn't really have, when the 70s came in, I remember stuff like Licorice Pizza and Warehouse, but yeah. also stereo stores, like Cal Stereo, Pacific Stereo, stuff that... Oh, yes. Pacific Stereo! But all that, that stuff's gone Pacific now, Stereo. right? That mm. stuff's oh, that, 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 that's ancient. It's gone. So, okay, um, how'd you get on the guitar, though? Because I know you're I know you're a guitar man from way back. How'd that happen? Uh, hmm, let me think about that for a little bit. Well, there was there really wasn't there, there really wasn't much happening on guitar in uh, gu guitarists didn't have much of a presence in popular music. But in '63, <laughs> I guess I owe it to my mom. Um, we had the Sears catalog. You know, I grew up always looking at the Sears. Everybody, yeah. yeah, it was in every head, right? <laughs> yeah. Call it, what's it called the wish book? Right? Yeah, Make these lists of the shit. You put yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you get all the box right. Yeah, I, I was, I was just make up lists of shit. Back to Pedro, we had a catalog store. Really? You could actually, yeah, maybe yeah. it was yeah. up grants and yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, I, I was, she was looking at a Sears catalog, sitting at the kitchen table one day, and. Uh, she was looking at the music, and the, it was not—it was, it was just, you know, I, it, I don't forget if I—I I don't remember if it was just before Christmas or not. But she said, um, she was looking at the guitars and said, "How would you like to get a guitar? What do you think of guitar?" And she was looking at these page of acoustic guitars, and I just put my finger on one and says, "Buy me that one for Christmas." Wow. <laughs> but it was I, her idea. I guess yeah. so, but it wasn't. Uh, I didn't get that guitar for Christmas, but I got a guitar for Christmas. Okay. Uh, it was a, a, a silver tone. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, silver tone was what uh, that electro made yeah. for Sears. Yeah. Have a little amp in the case. No, no, this, it was it was it was an acoustic. Oh. It was it was like I, I would say it was probably made by Harmony. Oh, that's right, because they made silver tones also. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, so I got that, and uh, you know, I spent a year. Of what, just... what, what was it? Was it like if I get you this, you got to take lessons? 
No? Not at first. Okay. Uh, I, I just kind of played around with it. and Well, you, usually the guitar comes with this chord sheet that yeah. they show you how to play a C and an F. And who, who was that? The popular books, Alfred. Well, there was Is it the Alfred. I don't know. There was Mel Bay. Mel Bay was like the the the, the Fuhrer. But, but there was the Alfred method or some I crap. I think so, but I I never. I, I remember never, that Mel, Mel Bay. They they had all those books. I never really got into the books yeah. that much. I, I was just and and it took me it took me till the next year to really make sense of the instrument. So. I got it in like Christmas of '63, '64. I, I hardly ever touched it, other than occasionally. But I was mostly listening to music on the radio. That's when, like, all of the you know, suddenly the Beatles were all over the place. Okay. AM radio, AM radio, and uh, early uh, Motown stuff was just knocking it out. Even Johnny Cash. So it made more sense just to, to listen to the radio. There's but, a lot of guitar coming on the radio. But yeah, but finally, it, you were the the way bands changed. It was like you started noticing the instruments they played and the the, the people who were playing them more. Yeah. And I wanted to play drums. I. Uh, oh really? Yeah, I wanted to. Well, I I I'd go to these drum stores and. Uh, <laughs> I get drum I get uh, drum catalogs of Ludwig and Rogers and. Stuff like that. And, and, and one day, I saw the Beatles on TV. And I was watching Ringo play. It was the first time I saw a kick drum being used. Because they had a, sh- a shot of him from the back. And I said, wow, you act, they actually play that thing? I thought it was just for show. So I just, I just started getting pencils and boxes and sitting them up and saying, let me see if I can do this. And Your own drum set. Yeah. In cinema, I mean, I I I I take you know twelve inch records, albums, and put them on you know, tape them to the stick and hit them like the symbols. Yeah, <laughs> kind of tone. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> but one at one point, me and some classmates, uh, well, whatever grade we were in, I forget. I think we were like about seventh eighth grade or something like that. We were talking about starting a band, which never really happened. Uh, but I got this cockamamie idea about renting a drum set so we could do actually do a real band on one of those variety shows where people mostly just lip sync the records. Um, uh, you know, and, and, and I, I managed to I managed to talk my parents into that. So I had a, a rented drum set for about two months. Wow! <laughs> and I learned how to play. I, I, I sat down and I figured out how to play. Yeah. I bet you they love that. Oh wow! <laughs> Mixed feelings, but the fact of the matter is, I was actually able to play it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this guy that I knew, uh, Tim Evans, Timmy Evans, he actually played guitar and had a. Uh, a Harmony Electric single pickup and a Fender Vibrochamp, and we 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 play. That was kind of like the first time I played. We do what? Yeah, we play whatever. Did the band we have a name? We didn't have a name. Here, I want to play something here. Humors of Garlic. Oh, that's my tune. <laughs> Thank you.
face needs shaving And I ain't behaving A hands of time to hurt my mind And baby, I'm worth saving Baby, I'm falling in love with you If you want to use my mind Tell me things is going fine Hey
and with words. June understood finally that poetry was random and that all of a king's horses and all of a king's men could storm in a light brigade and storm and storm and keep on storming, and it might all amount to much noise but very little sound. John Steinbeck proposed the automatic story in one of his novels, wherein an eye full of pages opened to let in an ear full of tales. He understood that the twists of fate made patterns that patterned out to yet more patterns. One line to another, to a moir, to a curving of space. This was the natural reinforcement of the infinite, Steinbeck's law, to let infinity take care of itself. The random perceptions, inflections, twitchings of ideas could neither be forced onto page, nor into the air, nor across anything resembling cyberspace. They could be wrestled with, but once they are body-slammed, no poetry results, and only words have been yelled by thyroidian dwarves and full-back artistes who ache to be the village blacksmith smashing a metal dream into its hard shape. But smithies were hard to come by these days, and such Neanderthal beauty was even more difficult to approximate. Bob from Pedro so Show. From uh, you just heard uh, Spot doing some of this voiceover. Uh, you titled this one Chapter 8.1. Yeah, because it's a, a piece from Chapter 8. Right. It's actually the, the Chapter old... 8, but what's the piece called? Does it have a working title? Uh, no. Okay. No, it's, it's, it's just... It's just the beginning of chapter eight of a novel piece. Okay. And the other one is like nine. Yeah. Uh, they sounded good to me. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> that was Mold Omen. And especially, you know, the spoken word thing. Uh, you know, I know you recorded like Henry doing that stuff. Yeah. And now you're. You're taking a hand. Yeah. But this is different. This is actually a, like an audio book, a mind movie. This is an yeah, audio book that I'm, I'm approaching in a theatrical fashion. Right, right. You, have you ever heard the ZBS Media mind movies? No. Adventures of Jack Flanders. And you should check that Not stuff yet. out, zbs.org. And uh, yeah, some of them, 12, 14 yeah. hour mind movies. What they, they do is they go to a place and record the ambient sounds and then they put the story around it. So like, oh. over Morocco or... Uh, Rio, Tales of Rio, or yeah, and you hear the sounds of where they were, and then they do this story. Actually, it's usually this guy, Jack Flanders, he knows the answer, but he's got to go through all this stuff to prove it to him so, mm -hmm. that he always knew what he was looking for. Yeah. In fact, there's a big green chair, the purple chair is kind uh, of right, the, the parallel. Yeah. And <laughs> he got it in the mail. This? The, no, this was a green chair, and it sucks him into a, an alternative universe. I, I'll get you some of these. Okay. Because okay. you, you might dig these things. Anyway, ahead of that was uh, Antonio Ramirez, Marco Serrato, Baradias with uh, Revelaciona, Nocturna, Danny Barnes, I'm fa failing. No, falling. That's Don Trump is in, I'm failing. Uh, Spot and Albert, I guess this is a buddy of yours in Austin? Yeah, well, he actually lives in Dallas, but yeah. Or, this was. This he was came down to Austin. Diplodocus, yeah. name of a dinosaur. I'm sorry. Diplodocus. Dip, uh, Diplodocus. That was that was a Liz Carroll tune. I think I think I okay. got. I think I got but, the but right Diplodocus, name. But Diplodocus. Diplodocus is a um, dinosaur. Also, right. it's one of the longest, like kind of brontosaurus, kind of real. Okay. A big plant eater. Yeah. Uh, Unit F ahead of that with who do you trust? Hidden rifles, Wasco in Cleveland. Mm. Uh, Everybody else in New York, I was on the base. Uh, 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 
obviate effort. Obviate. You know, have to use a word like that, right? <laughs> Very working class. A demo from M.B. Jones and Poussin, Cats with Microphones. And we start off with Humors of Garlic from Spot. It sounds maybe like around this period with uh, Andrew? With Albert. Albert, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, but that, the, the one... You, uh, Actually, I could hear some bass on the one with Albert. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. At the very end of that of that. And here's that some bass set. guitar. Yeah. That's very, very yeah. interesting. Yeah, it, and, and, and that, I think, made the set it, you know. Uh, we're at the end of the first hour. 2017, December 3rd edition, Walk Pedro Show, Hold Tech. Big guest, Spotsky. So hold yeah. tight for hour two. December 3rd, 2017, it's the second hour, Watt for Pedro Show. Of flowers and war. 
I've got my own lake. I fill it with my own water. I've got my own family now. Yeah, I got my own daughter. She shares a brother with some girl down the road. And one day you'll classify me as a frog and not a toad. Toad, toad, toad. I stub my toe on your wooden leg. Oh, I got the paper and I look. I see what it says. It says you were beautiful yesterday and will be beautiful tomorrow. At least that's just the projected forecast. And the castles are, are all in flames today. And the magic show has been rescheduled. And I feel so numb when I look up at the blimps. I feel so small when I touch you. Pedro Show started the second hour off with the only question is spot. Actually, we got a couple things from this uh, New Alliance Records compilation uh, Mighty Feeble. Uh, Turds from Space with uh, What's the Matter with You, You Crazy Nut uh, from the same record. Then uh, City of Fog, Maya, and uh, Revolutionary Hell Yeah. I get to play with them two weeks from Wednesday, brother. Matt. Oh, cool. I think. Uh, Tom Watson wants to come out oh, now with us, so we'll have a four-man Sweet. band. And Richard fucking Bonnie wants us to conk his pad, so 
It's going to be a oh, cool. midweek Pedro invasion. RSB. Then uh, Gareth Sager with Oblong Malfunctions, a guitar sax band from the pop group with his new solo record. Spotsky was 1748. 1748. This is from this period too, cool. right, with Albert? He was, yeah. The same, yeah. I, I, I think this is, ti- no, that this was, is called no, Spot. That was actually, what well, the name of the band was actually DeLorean Mechanics. Oh, wow. Time. Okay. Yeah, but I, I just put Spot on yeah. it just for ease. DeLorean Mechanics. John DeLorean was a cad who set up a... Yeah, metal cars. Uh, a little uh, car yeah. thing, I think, in Ireland with Chocho. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the thing, Hey, gold wings. Not gold wings, but some kind of weird yeah. door. It was an interesting car, but it was not what it what it was supposed to be, you know. Okay. Uh, the fun the thing, okay, why did I call the band DeLorean Mechanics? It was not the DeLorean, it was DeLorean Mechanics because DeLorean, if you don't know, that car was a ridiculous car to work on because they had things in both the engine and the and, and the, the, the structure of the car that was either it could be either uh, metric or USA standard. standard, and they they, they mixed them all up. And you know, the mechanics they just they just hated working. No, there was a case stain too. Ford had this thing in the early '80s as they were starting to uh, be multinational. They did that too. You had to have both sets of tools to work oh. on a stain too. They had metric and standard on <laughs> yeah. the same vehicle because they were getting parts from maybe Spain or maybe US. Yeah. That was that was ridiculous. I know. It was stupid. Yeah. <laughs> well GM, remember a three fifty you couldn't use the same fucking rod in a in a Buick three fifty than a Chevy three fifty. I know. That was insane. The Pontiac three fifty. GMs the wouldn't even age. share parts. The GMs did not share parts. Well, for a while, you know, Buick, Oldsmobile, and Pontiac, they they all used the same engine. You know, like that was back in the sixties, and they, they, the BOP, you know, the BOP engine. And yeah, the, those. Well, the three twenty sevens, I think, were more. Unified, but the three fifties weren't. They were no use. Oh, yeah, because they were trying to get the uh, competition between their design teams and yeah. shit like they that. Ma- and they made the smaller version, the three o. They made the three o seven and the the three o five. Yeah, yeah, and, and it was like they all had you know rods and pistons and everything. They were all Golly, the same. it was all different. <laughs> <laughs> okay, spot. Was seventeen forty eight referred to a date? Yeah. It was a that was a tune written by uh, oh god I think it was Jean Francois Duterte, a Frenchman a okay. French Celtic musician. He was all about the 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 the, um, uh, the hurdy gurdy. He was a mm. big hurdy gurdy man. Ethan James ended up on either. Yeah, I know, I know. That's so cool. And he had gone into some used instrument store one day, and he found this incredible. Hurdy Gurdy that was built in 1748. Wow! And he wanted to get it, but there was this woman in in there who was buying it for you know a, 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 you know a, a, something to show to people, not really to play. But but he 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 asked her. He says, "But look, please, I know you're going to buy this, but would you at least let me play it for 30 minutes, just so I've had the experience?" And she agreed, and he played it, and then he wrote the tune about it. Wow. And, and yeah, that was. And, so and, I, and I'm using not a hurdy gurdy for a hurdy gurdy. Yeah, wow. and um, so yeah, that that's the melody, and um, I'm using um, uh, the uh, the Curtis Mayfield tuning about. Wow, with all the F sharps. The F yeah. sharp, yeah, black keys. Yeah, 
I might have actually had the guitar in F that day, but I don't know. It was F. But you used his interval. But I used oh, I got, I That got is a, one of the greatest odd. That is one of the oddest tunings I've ever. Yeah, yeah. It, you know, I got to see him play right before the wreck. He played. He was playing City Halls. Yeah. He played Long Beach. Then he flew over to New York, and that's where the light fell on. Yeah, God, what terrible. What, yeah, he was oh, so he didn't use a pick, right? I know. I think he's thumb man. I think so. Yeah. I'm not sure. Pictures as you see him, his hands He's a telly open. man. He right, was a telly right, man. Right. And then Finline. Uh huh. The, the, the hollow guys. Yeah, I remember Dezel used to play Curtis Live at the SST. Uh huh. The Records one. Yeah. Yeah. One, one, one week tune, The Carpenter. Well, I guess it's BJ Thomas. We've only just begun or something. <laughs> no, not BJ Thomas. What's his name? Rain drops keep falling on my head. He's Carpenter, uh, yeah, but the, the the songwriter, Burt, uh, Burt Beck. Uh, yeah, BJ <laughs> Thomas is a, a performer, not really a songwriter. Uh, Salty with baby, me walk upright. Uh, Senor Al with poetry alight. Pile with sun poisoning. Breakfast cowboy with my own lake. And finally, artist entanglements with how does the blood taste part two. So we're talking about part one might be located on a record in his trunk. Spotsky put out a, a compilation, we're talking like 30 years ago, and uh, he wants to get back on this because he's got a lot of music compilations, incidental things, and then his experience in Austin. Well, look, well let's get back. You, you do this uh, with Tim. You do this two-man band. When do you get back Wait, on you with Albert? Tim. Yeah, you went to high school with this guy, Timmy. Oh, 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 oh okay, yeah. T Timmy Evans, yeah. He it's a little difference between Timmy and Albert. Okay, I didn't, know, I didn't realize you were, that's who you were. It's kind of a little what? chasm of time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, little okay. chasm? No. Yeah, uh, yeah so we, we uh, well, you know, we had played, but then there were these guys who wanted to get, other guys who wanted to get involved, too. Yeah. And uh, there were these three Four guys who wanted to be pretend that they were the four tops because they had the four you know, tops. You know are still together, and I that's think great. No, I think they got the record with without adding a new guy. I think ZZ Top is second. Uh -huh. They've gone like 44, 45 years now with yeah. no other guy. Right. But anyway, there was there was this other guy in my class, Joe Johnson, who also played drums. And he got involved where I, he would play drums with Timmy, and then I would play drums with Timmy. And that. But he, Joe also had... What about the Tops guys? Did you back them up like... Look, look, um, well, yeah, they, they came in and became part of our show. We, we'd go in and just play our instrumental thing, yeah. and then these four guys would come out with steps. Say, hey, yeah. look at us. We look cool. Singing in steps. And they'd do My Girl or yeah, whatever. Yeah, sure. We'd back them up. And it, was, it, was, it was... But... What's Joe, the two drummer thing? We didn't do it at the same time. It was just different... You know, we, we sure, just sure. trade off. I supplied the drums so that other people could do their thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Joe Johnson would do his thing with his two brothers. He had these two brothers... Younger brothers named Joe and Lewis. Lewis, the bass. Yes. Jesus. But, but, but hmm. they they were both playing. Guitar. You just lost him last year. Oh really? Oh, that's his sad. brother was so angry that you know what his brother was angry with. He played on other people's records. He said he should have only played on Brothers Johnson records. <laughs> 
because that was the sound, the slap sound. And what happened was it got spread out to all these other bands and all these other producers. He said, that would have been our We would have been that sound. Yeah. Well, I, 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 I made a mistake. It was George Johnson. I'm sorry. I call him Joe. I'm sorry. Uh, George and Louis Johnson. Right, right. Both guitarists. And, and they were both playing guitar. One of them was left <laughs> Sure, sure. Playing a, a, a right-handed Tysco Del Rey, and they were playing through a little silver tone. The littlest silver tone amp with the six-inch speaker that yeah. you could plug a bunch of guitars. Well, everybody's in the same amp. Yeah, and, and, and all anyone knew how to do back then was play chords. Yeah. So you know, but I, so I don't know how the thing with the four tops came by, but I know came around. But it was me on the drums and Timmy on guitar. But I think that the other two guys. Oh, oh, because Joe, Joe Johnson, the drummer, he was one of the four tops. Okay. Okay, so that's why he wasn't playing drums on that. But I think, his, I, I don't remember if his brothers were with us on that or not. That's, that's, that, that's over 50 years <laughs> of <laughs> memory to, to get the details <laughs> right on. You know? But that's pretty amazing because I know Larry Graham gets credit for the slap, but mm-hmm. Lewis Johnson, I mean. Yeah. And, and like I said, his brother, you shouldn't have played on other people's records. <laughs> that would have been our sound. <laughs> hey, it goes. You know, what's sad about that, because you're talking four tops, because that sound is actually from the James Jamerson sound. Right. And Mr. Jamerson couldn't get work anymore because of the slap uh-huh. thing. Everything went so heavy to the slap. Yeah. He had to wait till Marvin Gaye had him play on uh, yeah. what's going on. Mm. He couldn't get any work. He came out here. Barry Gordy came out, and so they they followed, but the the sounds change. That's really interesting. Um, okay, this is during high school, right? This is great junior, junior high school. Great. What school. I'm talking about that. I was in the eighth grade. Okay, so what what happens by high school? By high school, I go to high school and. Um, at that time, I had gotten an electric guitar and a really old Fender amp that I threw out. I literally one day threw it out. Um, and um, well, in high school, there were other guys. I mean, there were there were more people who played instruments, and we would occasionally uh, there, there'd be these these pep rallies. In the, uh, the, the 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 basketball auditorium where they, they play basketball, the, the gym, yeah, the gym. That's what they, that's what it was. You know, people would come in, you know, before a football game right. or something, and we'd be we'd be playing instruments. We had instruments, and we figured, you know, there's a few of us who could we could play a few songs. And then the the teacher would do his big spiel. We're gonna go knock these people out of the bottom. and. Uh, that's how that started, and then a few of us tried to play together and start bands. And but 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 I I, I got into this band with a friend of mine who was who didn't go to the same school. It was finally my first band. Of course, I think once again I was playing drums. Um, and we we played we played some gigs, some some early gigs like around '67 parties where it got paid in soda or. <laughs> Boxes of boxes of grape juice that was awful. <laughs> I remember that shit. Yeah, I got some in jail. <laughs> There's a taste you never forget. Plus, plus, yeah. plus they let us 
eat at the thing if they had food. Sure, sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's good, that's good. But, yeah, nothing really significant happened, but at that point I was pretty... Yeah, you got to start somewhere. Mm. Yeah. And, you know, I'm getting to play with Lewis Johnson. <laughs> 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 and I didn't know about that. No, nobody knows, though. Know? Nobody knows. <laughs> can you believe that? <laughs> Amazing. There's that album cover with it, but you can see that one's left, one's right, yeah, and they're yeah. back to back. <laughs> Perfect, like it was organized. Uh, Brother Matt, it's time for you to bring on the spin cycle. Cool.
much brother matt what made you do what you just did to us cool well uh i start off with carlos because i just saw carlos guitarlos last week so so uh he's doing cool uh he was uh playing with uh high tower up at some house party up in uh highland park some high art tower. art thing um I remember one of the characters in light in august uh William Faulkner, his name was Hightower. I remember good old Sigmund Hightower from Pedro Day. That's right. <laughs> That's right. And then we had some Jonathan Hall in there, yeah, uh, right, motorcycle, Black Madonnas. I got to play with, uh, for Randy Stadola last week. Oh, right, right, up Back at Nella, way. yeah. 
Yeah, we had Todd in there. And, yeah, uh, Randy got beat up by some idiots in town. Here. Yeah. That, that Terrible. Sucks. Terrible. Yeah. Broke ribs and shit. And, uh, so, so we had Todd, Chachi, and Sean in there and stuff like that. I got a batch of tunes I'm going to do with them. The project called the Jump Started Plow Hards. Cool. We're at the end of the, <laughs> <laughs> is that a name? We're at the end of the... <laughs> December 3rd, 2017, edition of Watford Pedro Show, Hour 2. Special guest, Spotsky. Yeah. Hold tight for Hour 3. December 3rd, 2017, it's the third hour of the Watford Pedro Show. Distortion. Overload? Well, no, it's... it's what the hell? So what? Distortion is life. <laughs> Oh, 
Oh. 
For Pedro Show, start off the third hour with Spotsky doing dildos, bondage, and toys as artless entanglements, which was kind of your alter ego for the first couple things you did for New Alliance Records. Yeah, I didn't want to put my name out there yet. I figured, well, let's give it something else. Yeah. Then uh, from uh, Bari, part of Italy, we got Centauri, Speak to Your Dad, Super Freak, Pretty Lays, Spotsky with a Barrel of Knives. Oh yeah! Is that from the period of seventeen forty eight? That's yes, same same era, same band, same same studio. Um, I'm pretty sure. Austin, right? Spinhead. Spinhead. No, no, not not Spinhead. Spinhead Um, was in the Valley um, here. Yeah, Spin. Yeah, that was the seven thirty four guys. I'm thinking of um, Sweatbox. Sweatbox. Yeah, Sweatbox. No, there's no uh, that place burned and then got torn down. Torn down. Wow! But when it was happening, was it a Sweatbox? Yeah, in the summer, yes. Nowhere. Yeah, it, it, they didn't really have. Yeah, you 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 sweated your ass off, <laughs> and people loved it. Yeah. <laughs> Grandpa's ghost with uh, learning how to love you out of St. Louis. David Gerard, mm-hmm. Keith Ritchie, then traveled, and finally Minutemen with the Toe Jam, which has got you on. Uh, oh, vocals. I think. Oh gosh, Mary Cooper. Oh, and I think. Crane is playing trumpet. Uh, you're on a penny whistle, too. I don't know. Uh, look, you're out here besides the voiceover work and talking with Joe Mugger about the old days. You also got some books. When did you get a camera? Uh, 1969, right after I got out of high school. Okay. Pentax, H1A. Okay, and, and, and these books, tell, tell people about these books. These are pictures... Photos that I, I took. You started taking. Yeah, uh, started taking photos '69 uh, and, and developing and printing them. I, I figured out I, I got to learn how to. The do whole enchilada. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, th- there might have only been. But this area months. isn't really. This say 29th and Cranshaw. This is more like the Strand. Well, no, that's where I was living at, at, at 20. Oh, well, 39th and and Sixth uh, Avenue and. 39. You guys moved south, okay. Yeah, and that's where I was living at my parents' house. Right, right. And uh, then moved out in 71, and then I was kind of like in the Los Feliz area. Then someone broke that's into even my further. House. Yeah, then <laughs> someone broke broke into my apartment and yeah. stole my camera and a couple oh. of guitars. Oh, and so I'm out of here. Yeah, yeah. And, and a really, one of the best Sad names the town coats too. you could ever have. Yeah, I had this really great Navy peacoat from a, uh, an Army Navy, from, from a, a surplus store downtown. And it was like to die for. And they took that. Oh, man. Oh. Oh. I wore it out. Yeah. You know, you can see the patch on the inside and mm. tell you the same. A lot of these guys, when they got out, they would just sell all their shit to mm. a surplus. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. So, so you left the Felis, the yeah. happy. <laughs> the happy. <laughs> and then, yeah. And, and so I'm, the beach. I mean, how do you get to the beach? Yeah. Well, I was living, I, I moved into Hollywood for a while and, yeah. and 
really trying to be in the music thing, and it just wasn't working. And I was, and then I, one day I said, "Fuck this," and I just had maybe I was just about to run out of gas. I drove down to Hermosa Cell, figured out when I get there, took my guitar and just no camera, right? No camera yet. But you know, I discovered the guys building Media Art Studio and got involved in that. Renee, huh? Renee? No. Um, it was Dave Tarling and Alan Glenn. Okay. The Dutch dude, Renee, he's down oh, the road. Oh, Renee! Oh, that's, yeah, yeah. That, yeah, that, that came around after a few years. Because I'm not there in the early 70s, yeah. spot. I don't know. Media <laughs> Art started in um, 75. Okay. 70, they were actually in two different places, but I knew them when they had moved up into the the place but these know. pictures, while, while that's going on, you're taking pictures of the, the well, day-to-day life, right? Well, People I, on the after, yeah, after 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 a couple of years in the studio, I, I I had started making a little money, and I went out and I bought another Pentax and started taking photos again because they had a, a dark room there. Because those guys, they were photographers, and that's kind of how they paid for some of their stuff. They do these uh, this advertising. You know, do advertising. Hence the name Media Art. I always yes, wondered what exactly, that was about. Exactly. They it were, wasn't just a pure recording mm-hmm. studio. Yeah. So, but then I, so I said, well, I mind if I use the dark room too? I said, yeah, just use your own chemicals. Yeah. And I, no problem. Because it was cheap back in those days. So I just, uh, you know, so I, I'd start taking pictures and then I just, and then the whole roller skating thing I got into and started taking pictures of that. And I was doing skating, taking pictures. And recording, and you know, every you know, I was doing, you know, I, I could, I could pull it off. Then I was young, dumb, and <laughs> I could stay up for hours and do whatever I wanted. So, um, yeah. So then, uh, well, let's uh, play a choco farewell. A choco, <laughs> yes.
city boys borrowed the roads to get paved, and the girls took a bus down an ashen highway. World may be sad.
Pedro Show, last music we heard, Spot with Chokehold Farewell. And uh, I guess that's got some uh, incidental similarity with some other death scene shit. (laughs) Okay, then we had Conformity Contortion with The Leopard Cannot Change Its Socks. Uh, The Fofokio Band with uh, Poa Kara, which is uh, some middle-aged Greek guy who wanted to learn bass and started playing. Wow. Cyprus, sorry. Cyprus. Uh, cool. So you keep on <laughs> going on. Here's uh, Albert Spot again with The Flow and Tide. Yes. From that era. Yeah, a hornpipe. 
That's what that is. Yeah. Hornpipe. Yeah. You know, you know the the, the, the song. Uh, uh, Wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. Yeah, 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 sure. That's a fucking hornpipe. Okay. Huh. That's the Great Lakes. Uh, yes. where you we camped and went down to the Chippewa grounds to the lands that they call Gitchigumi. All right. <laughs> Chippewa. We, you know, we were, me and my missing in Raul's bar. He's got Chippewa. Yeah. Huh. But Chippewa, they actually, it's not their name. Next to them lives some cats named Winnebago's. Uh-huh. And in Winnebago language, Chippewa is dudes who drink muddy water. So, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, my father. Well, you know, that, Get that, that all straight. <laughs> no, we saw that at a rest stop. We had to take a piss, and Raul discovered it. Well, that song, Wreck of the Anna Fitzgerald, yeah. that, that's, a big, that's a big song up in Sheboygan. I can imagine. That was people. a big boat. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, that country. Yeah, we, November 10th, we go out onto the, uh, the boardwalk and light candles. and uh, They found the and, bell. Uh. Yeah. She got broke by a wave. Broke her spine, she said. Her uh, keel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Found her bell though, and the bell is like the spirit. Uh, Four hundred meter hurdle by Fighting Fluffers Union with Farm Boy. I think they're no, they're San Antonio. Uh, Kurt Stifle in the swing shift. The bottom is black. Mailman with government gave me cancer. And finally, Spot with Real Sunset. And the real here, people, is R E E L. Yes. <laughs> so it's like at the, uh-huh. the moon. Yeah. The tune is actually titled Sunset Reel. And the way I did it, I said, let's change it around okay. a little bit. Oh, real like dance. Yes. So it might be R-E-A-L then. I think that's a reel is a dance. Mm. Yes, it is. Yes, that's exactly So I spelled it wrong. Thank yeah. you for yeah. helping me. Well, uh, so many Irish tunes are called, you know, the such and such reel. Real, you know, this, yeah, this, yeah. You know, or the, the then jig, you know, everything is it's, identified it's, by what it is. Right. Uh, so rhythmically, yeah. Mm. So... I'm drunk. Yeah, I, I, much whiskey you take on. Yeah, I, I took someone else's tune that I always really liked and did that. Uh, that that's bazooka and banjo. Right. Yeah. Bazooki. Bazooki, yes. <laughs> I'll kind of like speak a one mandolin. <laughs> um, so if people want to find you on the net. Spotinator.com. Okay. <laughs> I also have a Twitter thing. I hate Facebook. Okay. <laughs> Just to keep it straight. Uh, and people, you can get information in this book. It's called... Hand, what, the, the, the Yes. Anti-Punk Rock. Yes. A History. Mm. But then the hard uh, covers... Sounds of Two Eyes Opening. Two Eyes mm. Opening. Which is still available from Sinecure, the publisher. Right. With the, uh, the additional... One-sided seven-inch record. That's mm-hmm. right, and some other stuff in it. You know, nice slipcase. Mm-hmm. In fact, yeah. Spassky's a music history is so rich, deep. We're going to have him aboard. He's going to get back to Sheboygan and through the magic of Skype, we'll cool. be able to tell you what is between his Lewis Johnson period. And <laughs> yeah. But give me a part few, two. Give me a few months on that. Yeah, I'm gonna, no, when February, I get, February. Yeah, when I when I get back, I, I'm going to be. Deep into editing this audio sure, sure. thing, and it's going to. No, take we'll talk in February, Spotsky. Mm. And it's so glad, great, uh, have you aboard, and, and you get to come down to Pedro and visit me and brother Matt like this. Uh, one, one last thing, because we always ask people. Yes, sir. This. Younger people getting in this racket, what would be your advice? Well, you know, you, you can not only start your own band, you can start your own zine, you can start whatever the hell you want to start. You know, just, just be. You know, 
just don't be unkind to your friends or, or other people and listen to listen to other people because no matter how how much you know or what you've done, you can always learn something from someone who doesn't know nearly as much as you do. So it's <laughs> everyone's got something to teach you. Yes, everyone. That's great advice. Very good. Man. Very good. Happy. Thanks so much for coming aboard, truly. Right. Yeah, great to you have you. Glad you invited time. me, man. Mm-hmm. Sheboygan. Not to be confused with gelatinous. Sheboygan. No, Sheboygan is gelatinous. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. I knew, there was, I knew there was a connect. It's been the December 3rd, 2017 and edition. Lake surfing. And lake and surfing. Watch for Peter. So thanks so much, Brother Matthew. Certainly. Your essential aid in bed. People out there, keep your powder dry. Yeah.